We'd like to welcome Alan Todd, who's running for the Webster Groves Board of Education. Welcome, Alan. Thanks, Arnold. Happy to be here. Thanks to the Webster Rock Hill Ministries and Radio 63119 for giving us this opportunity. We have several questions that we'd like to ask you and all the candidates. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm sure some people do know you in the community and some people do not. So tell us who Alan Todd is. Sure. So I am a resident of Webster Groves. Uh, my wife and I have two children in the schools. We have a second grader, Avery, and we have a three-year-old, Evan, who is at the Walter Ambrose Family Center. Um, so we've got a preschooler there as well. Uh, we have been um, active members of the community since we've been here. I have been uh, PTO president at the Walter Ambrose Family Center for two years. Um, in addition, I got involved with the Legislative Advocacy Committee when we joined the district and also the Finance Advisory Committee. And I currently serve as the Finance Advisory or the chair of the Finance Advisory Committee right now as well. Okay. So why are you running for the Board of Education? You know, for me, it is about um, providing a quality public education for our kids. Um, I have those two kids that are in the school district. They're on the younger side. I think I'd be one of the um, parents with younger, some of the youngest kids on the Board of Education, and I think having that young parent perspective is really important. Um, in addition, you know, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm going to be around and invested in the schools and the community um, until they, at least until they get through school, if not longer. So I really want to um, take that passion for public education that I have, um, really take that experience that I mentioned before on the Finance Advisory Committee and the Legislative Advocacy Committee and sort of take that to the Board of Education and try to help all kids achieve a quality public education. So what are the pressing issues that currently are facing the school district? What do you think those are? So for me, when I think about the issues facing the school district, I think of probably two or three issues that are come top of mind. The first being the implementation of Prop E, the ballot initiative that passed um, last year. So we have a lot of construction that's going to be going on around our schools with the addition at Hickson and the safety and uh, initiatives that are happening at all of the other buildings, elementary schools, high school as well. Um, I think that is incredibly important. I think... Uh, sort of, I think continuing the good work that the district has done around finances is also really important. Um, you know, the district did a really good job of hiring Bruce Ellerman when they hired him as a CFO, brought in some new fresh ideas, was able to do things a little differently. Pam seems to be, Pam Fraser, the new CFO, seems to be bringing some of that same energy and efficiency to the job. So I think continuing um, to be good stewards of the public resources is, is incredibly important. Um, finally, I think the big thing as we think about both of those things and standing up a new elementary school as part of that, a part of that prop e, um, bring an equity lens um, to the decisions that the school board makes as well so we're sure that all children can achieve the same public education. So as it relates to that last one, what, what solutions would you offer as a Board of Education member to help see that uh, initiative come to fruition? In, Speaking particularly about an equity, you mean? Yes. Um, so equity broadly, I think, is a really important conversation. When we are making funding decisions, I think it's important that we fund our buildings equitably, equitably, not just equally, because different buildings have different needs. And I think we should fund all of those schools to meet the needs of the community that they serve, um, in particular since it appears that the board is going to vote for the neighborhood school model and the new redistricting. Um, so I think it's important that we fund those buildings to serve the, the community that they, that, that, that they reside in. Um, I also think that um, it's, it's incredibly important when you're thinking about standing up that new school, just the opportunity that we have with a clean slate. 
to bring sort of an equitable lens to all the programming and the things that they're going to stand up there. You know, if it's staffing decisions, if certain schools need more social workers or more after-school programs, let's bring an equity lens to meet the needs of that community so we can um, give those students in those buildings the best chance to succeed. Okay. Why do you believe the issues facing the school district, or what are those issues facing the school district in the future? You mean further out than? Further out from yeah. like maybe five to eight years to sure. 10 years. So I think that education is changing quite a bit, um, quite frankly. Um, I think we are moving further and further away from you know, teaching to tests and those sorts of things. So I think the district really needs to be thinking about ways to be more creative with their curriculum. Um, I'm a big fan of more experiential learning, um, more project-based learning. Um, I think that is really important to give kids ways to sort of expand on those um, abilities to be creative and problem-solve. I think that's a really, really big issue that um, will help impact kids moving forward. I think the district should do as much as possible to expand those opportunities. What uh, solutions would you bring to expand those opportunities uh, to, to recommend to your colleagues on the board or even to the administration with that? Well, you know, a lot of that will um, reside with the Assistant Superintendent for Curriculum and Instruction, um, and I think I would continue to sort of support and advise um, any ways to create more programs. You know, you, we already have the Chelsea Center at the high school. If there are ways to um, have more slots there, have more people involved in that. The leadership program at Hickson at the middle school is also a really good opportunity um, if we can get more kids involved in programs like that and expand more programs. And then sort of bringing those ideas down to the elementary level as well, because, you know, even if you sort of take a step back and look at the preschool where my son is right now, they very much it's student-driven learning. So the, they, the teachers really spend a lot of time listening to the students, talking to them about what they want to do, and then incorporating, you know, the learning, whether it be counting or letter recognition or whatever that is appropriate at that preschool level into the activities that, that they like to do. So a perfect example, when my daughter was at the preschool, um, in one of the years she was there, one of their projects, they actually wrote songs, they performed songs, and they recorded them and made a music video. But they incorporated letter recognition, they incorporated counting and all the things they needed to into those songs. You know, they got the writing because they would practice, you know, as they composed the music, they would actually write the words out. So they were able to incorporate the learning into that fun experience. And they didn't, the kids still thought that they were playing, but in reality, they were learning a whole lot as well. And that kind of goes to uh, a question I have here, and you mentioned student learning. So your perceptions of where student learning is in the district right now is? You know, I think if you look at the ratings that you see in many different agencies across, as they rank schools across the state, we tend to be in the top 10 or so. So I think that um, when you're talking about tests, I think that's probably where we are. Um, you know, for me, when I think about where I want the kids to be. I want them to be prepared is the word that I think about. Um, I want them to be prepared if they're going to be going to college. So I want them to be prepared having taken the appropriate AP courses and college prep courses and those sorts of things. If they're going into a trade school, I want them to be prepared to enter that trade school with the coursework that they needed. Um, the same if they're going to be entering um, going straight from high school into a job, right? I want them to be prepared with the so, so, social and emotional skills and um, think critical thinking skills to be able to enter the workforce and be successful. I think that's really important um, when we think about the learning of these kids and how we want them to be. We want them to be prepared for life. 
So, Alan, what impact do you believe you will have as a school board member as you kind of look in that look at that in totality? Yeah. So I think that, you know, I bring a lot of skills that um, a lot of communication skills, a lot of um, relationship building skills. I spent my career working in public policy and nonprofit management. So as part of that work, um, you know, I spend a lot of time working with lots of different people talking about different ideas and working to then bring those ideas to fruition. I think that that's one of my biggest skills and things that I would bring to the Board of Education. Um, I'm also not someone that comes in with an agenda to this. I'm coming in to listen, to listen not only to my fellow board members on the Board of Education, but also listen to the community and hear what they want from their schools and bring that to the Board of Education as well. So what can people expect from you on the board is, is that you're, go- you're going to be a, a listener. You're going to, uh, like you said, not have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Other things that people can expect from you as, as they're watching you make decisions uh, at board meetings. So I think you, you're exactly right. I'll be a listener. I will um, not come with an agenda. I will be someone that's going to be active in the community and bring community engagement to the process. I really think it's important for the board to interact with the community when they're making these decisions. Um, I think that I'm going to bring um, sort of that equity lens to the decisions that I make as well to be sure that um, all of our students' voices are heard and all of our students' needs are met. I think that's incredibly important as well. Um, while at the same time, right, I have the experience, having been on the Finance Advisory Committee, that I can sort of come in and hit the ground running because I understand how school finance works, um, and I can sort of bring that, those skills to the table and begin to hit the ground running there as well. Do you have some final thoughts that you would like to give the listeners of this broadcast? Sure. Um, you know, just thanks for listening. Thanks for taking uh, time to learn more about all the candidates. That's incredibly important. Please visit my website. It's www.allentodd.org. So www.allentodd.org. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, um, Alan Todd for School Board. Um, so please take a look there. Learn more about me. I have contact information. Please reach out. I'm happy to answer any questions, and I look forward to being your voice on the Board of Education. So when individuals go to vote, where will they find you on the ballot, Alan? Um, there will be three of us on the ballot, and I will be in the first first slot. Alan, thanks for coming on the show today. We appreciate your information, and we look forward to uh, your successful candidacy. All right. Thank you, Arnold.